0: Welcome to Life on Purpose. My name is James Lachlan, former seven-time world champion musician and now success coach to leaders and high performers. Each week, I bring you an inspiring leader or expert to help you live your life on purpose. Thanks for taking the time to connect today and investing in yourself. Enjoy the show. Napoleon Hill once said, some people dream of success. While others wake up and work hard at it. Vincent van Gogh said, If you hear a voice within you say, you cannot paint, then by all means paint, and that voice will be silenced. Evan Carmichael believes in entrepreneurs. Gary Vaynerchuk called him the DJ who inspires people. And Ed Milette called him the modern day Napoleon Hill. At 19, he built and then sold a biotech software company. At 22, he was a venture capitalist raising 500 k to $15 million. He now runs a YouTube channel for entrepreneurs with over 2 million subscribers and 300 million views. He's wrote four books and speaks globally. He wants to solve the world's biggest problem. People don't believe in themselves enough. Forbes named him one of the world's top 40 social marketing talents, an Inc. magazine named him one of the hundred great leadership speakers that you need to know. He has set two world records, uses a trampoline and stand-up desk, owns Canada's largest salsa dance studio where he met his wife, and has a giant Doritos bag in front of him all day long to remind him that he is stronger than the Doritos. Toronto is his home and he's a husband, father and TSM fan. His new book, came out in march 2020 and it's called built to serve folks let's do it here we go welcome to evan carmichael hey hey evan a massive welcome thank you so much for joining me
1: thanks a lot james love the energy and great
0: to be here man Yeah, welcome in from Toronto, Canada, in this crazy time of COVID, but amazing to see that what you're doing and have been doing for the last year is pumping out amazing, inspirational stuff on YouTube. You've been writing books. It's just been incredible. And the one thing I read recently was that Inc. Magazine named you one of the 100 greatest leadership speakers that people have got to know. So the question I had for you there around that was, what have you done to get radically clear? On who you are, who you serve, and what your mission is,
1: I guide people through a process called Who I How. Um, it's in my book, Built to Serve, and the Who is your single most important core value. So, James, did you have to pick? Like, what's your most important core value as a human? Love, love, great. Like already, we know a lot about James, and James knows a lot about James, right? So, if your most important value, core value is love, and James is looking to get a new YouTube editor or grow his team, right? He needs to lead with love. Like the first line of the job description is, I need a video editor who wants to spread more love in this world. And some people would look at that and say, that is the stupidest thing I've ever seen in my life. Great. Like, don't apply. You're not going to jam well with James, right? And other people will say, holy cow. This is amazing. Nobody does this. I hate my job working for this person doing video today, and I want to go work with James. And so you start to now attract the right people into your life as well by leading with your most important core value. Um, whenever you're not happy, there's a lack of love somewhere in your life. So if James isn't happy right now, he either doesn't love himself enough for something, or, or he's not feeling the love from... You guys watch this video, so make sure you drop some love here on this, on this episode. Um, or somebody close, right? You maybe lost a loved one. But love is the operating system, which is, which is great awareness. I think that's more awareness than what most people have in their life. Um, so that's your starting point. That's the blueprint. That's the, that's the, the roadmap. The roadmap The happiness is always love. Uh, and for everybody, it's slightly different. Mine is believe, but it's always something positive. I've never had somebody's who be death or hate or something, right? Which also shows me that people are good. I believe people are good. I think deep down, we're good. We're just in a lot of pain. And when you're in pain, you may not always do the things that you're most proud of. I haven't done, and if I'm in a lot of pain, I don't, I don't always spread as much belief as I would want to, right? And so people are good. They're just in a lot of pain. Um, and that can create a lot of empathy and understanding. And maybe you don't retaliate as so much. Um, but that's that's the who then the why is your purpose and your purpose comes from your pain you don't have to sit on a mountain for 10 years meditating or journaling or whatever to figure out your purpose you struggled you suffered with something and you got through it and where you are now is it may feel like impossible to compare to who you used to be go back to like your five year five years ago or 10 years ago and you look at where you're at right now it's like i'm not that I can't be that guy. It's, you're an impossibility. And yet you made it. You did it. There are millions of people who currently are the you from five years ago and they need your help. And you want to help them. And you're going to do it by love, and other people do it through their own ways. But um, that's the easiest way to find your purpose. It's the number one question that I get asked is, how do I find my purpose? How do I find my passion? Well, it's easy. It comes from your pain. What did you struggle with? Because love just for you is not enough. You have to share it. Right. Um, I was on another interview and the guy said, well, he really cares about momentum. Like, great. You love momentum, but what's even better than you getting momentum is giving momentum to other people. You want other people to get momentum as much as it's great for James to feel love himself. He wants you to love yourself more. He wants you to dish more love out into the world. Like that's the mission he's on and that'll never get old. James won't be 120 years old all of a sudden saying, "You know what? I don't care about love anymore. Not my thing." <laughs> 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 like if, if anything, it's just going to be more double down on it. Um, so, you know, your who is your most important core value? Your why is your purpose, and your purpose comes from your pain. And then the how is how did, however, you got out of the hole that you were in, is teachable to other people. So, for me, it was struggling as an entrepreneur, the thing that saved me was modeling success, and I looked at. Bill Gates and how he started his business I learned from that I applied it to my company I started to win when before that was just straight losses and so what have I done for the past 20 years is help other people model success so that they can believe in themselves right so when you figure out those three things I think it becomes the ultimate unlock for a happy and and purposeful life that's amazing. Thank you so
0: much for sharing that, Evan. That's just pure gold. And I want you to think about if you could go back to when you were starting out on this aspect of your career, if there's one piece of advice you could have given to yourself to help kind of shortcut some things or to avoid some pain, what would you say to yourself?
1: So I used to hate this question because I can't go back, right? It's like, one, I'm grateful for where I'm at right now. And if you change something, maybe butterfly effect, and. Now I fast forward and, and we're all robots or something. Um, but two, I can't. I can't go back and talk to 19-year-old Evan. Um, but then I ended up loving this question because I realized, first off, there's only one answer. The answer is you're who. My message to Evan, younger Evan, is to believe in himself more. James's message to younger James is to spread more love. Love yourself more and love others more. That's the only message. Like at the end of the day, that's all, that's all younger James needs to hear love yourself more and love others more and you'll figure out the rest. Evan, believe in yourself more and believe in others more. Like that's the only answer that if you had to really, if you, if you're given a thousand years to think about what the message would be, that's what you would come down to. It's not make a YouTube video one year earlier or something. Right. Um, But why I love the question is because 95 year old Evan coming back and talking to 40 year old Evan it's the same answer. 95-year-old James talking to 2021 James. It's the same answer.
0: Mm.
1: It's still James right now in 2021. Love yourself more and love others more. That's powerful. And, and it's practical, right? Because I can't go talk to 19-year-old Evan, but, but knowing that now is like, man, I still need that. And so now i got the chills as I'm talking about it, because it's it's something that you can actually take action on today, and it's the same for everybody watching or listening, whatever that most important core value is for you. people might say, well james but you're already you already have so much love. how can you have more love like you're the love guy Evan you're the believe guy. How could you have more belief? But you know that there's this is not the fullest extent of love and what that means you know that there's many more layers of self-love and many more layers of being able to give love and help others feel the love than what you're doing right now it doesn't disparage all the work that you've done to get here but it's knowing that there's still this mountain i need to climb and that's still the lens through which i have to make those decisions um, So so yeah, it ends up being a super practical super helpful question uh, where i i didn't re- recognize that the first time through when people started asking me that
0: Fantastic. Thank you. And I love that believe is who you're about. You know, I got emails from you and your team and always at the bottom, hashtag believe, team believe. I love it. You reinforce that value. Now, here in New Zealand, I worked in a school for about 14 years and we had the in New Zealand itself as a country. What, what time is it
1: there for you right now? It is 10 a.m. Okay, that's not as bad as I thought. I thought it was like, he's getting up at 5 a.m. You got way too much energy.
0: at <laughs> 430 <I'm laughs> every morning. I'd happily do an interview with you at five.
1: <laughs> all right, okay, cool. Good. Anyway, <laughs> Welcome from New Zealand. Okay, sorry to interrupt you. Not at all. So we' have the highest
0: teenage suicide rate in the mm. OECD, and it's been that way for a while. And so when I was working at this school, there was a number of kids who committed suicide, and it sent me on this mission. And I thought, okay, I need to find out why, what can I do? How can I help serve? And I came down to, I discovered that fatherhood was one of the most important ingredients in a young person's life to give them meaning, to make them feel loved, to help them understand who they are and believe in themselves. So if you got any advice? Because I know you're a dad. Do you got any advice to other parents out there in terms of how they can help their children believe in themselves?
1: Uh Step one is tell them, like tell them that you believe in them. The greatest bit of advice my parents gave me and and for the video viewers, they're on the wall behind me here. So I've got five canvases in my office and in the middle is is my parents and me when I'm eight or nine years old. And they would always tell me that you're Evan Kostrilli Carmichael, you can do anything that you believe that you can. And... At the beginning, I don't, know, I don't know how much of it sunk in. It's like, okay, yeah, another thing that they're saying. But think about how often parents say the opposite. Like, you're such a dummy. You know, you're never going to get this. What makes you think you could go be a astronaut, right, or whatever? And, you know, I wanted to be a, a baseball player during the season and a police officer in the off season. And my parents never told me that I couldn't. You know, even though it's unrealistic and nobody's done it, they always just say, Hey, you're having Gastrili Carmichael. You can do anything you believe that you can. And it just reinforced it. Um, and then I think the second thing that they did super well. So actually it's just back to the first one, before my son goes to sleep, or nieces or nephews uh will have a ritual where it's for my son, it's like Hayden, his, is his name, Hayden can do, and then he says a- a- anything. So I'll say Hayden can do and his anything. And that's like the last thing before he goes to bed. Um, and for my nieces and nephews, they have their own. You know, anything, everything, you know, they're picking their own, anything she wants, like they're picking their own version, but that's a nighttime ritual um, that we always go through. And then the second thing I think is just taking an interest in what they're doing and being an active participant in it. You could teach parenting lessons much more through how you're doing it yourself versus what you're saying, Mm -hmm. right? Um, There's a great line by Francis Assisi, the saint, who said, I preach the gospel always. And sometimes I use words. And so your job is to spread your message always, right? James is going to spread love always. I'm trying to spread belief always. And it's in the everyday tasks that you can do it. So my son uh, likes to play Minecraft. Uh, And so like, great. What's Minecraft, you know? And, and, I joined Minecraft and we have a server together and I'm playing Minecraft with him. Uh, What's that?
0: That's so good.
1: Yeah. And and people think video games are a waste of time. Video games are the greatest, uh, not even video games, spending quality time with your kids in a, in an environment that's safe and comfortable for them is the greatest opportunity for you to, to teach as a parent. It's not just when they've been, uh, they're, they've been let down or they didn't study or they snuck chocolate into their bedroom or like whatever, you know, all the stupid things kids do. Um, but when I play Minecraft with my son, what happens when he dies and he loses all of his stuff? You know, does he rage quit? You know, what happens when we're trying to build a house together? You know, Hey, I need, I need iron. You got some wood. Can I have some wood? Now let's trade, right? Let's do this together how do you approach? Cause there's life lessons in every single situation. And when you're doing it inside a medium that they care about, instead of one that you care about, like let's watch this educational video together. <laughs> it's probably yep. not going to fly. Right? Yeah. And, and, and so, but you could, you could teach your message in how you show up and how you do. Um, and they see you. And more important is how you're actually living your life. You want your kids to be happy. You want your kids to have love. Love yourself, right? I, I could that. spread believe as much as I want, but, but I need to believe in myself and I need to show him that I believe in myself.
0: Yeah, the actions um, speak louder than the words.
1: Yeah, and so just try to be involved with them on the things that they care about because there's lots of, you don't even have to say it, just watching how you react. Like when I go off and I get my diamond pickaxe with all the enchantments and then I die, how do I react? Do I rage quit and like throw my computer out of the, the room and say, this is stupid. I hate this game. It's the worst thing. Right. What do you think they're going to do? Are they are going to copy dad. Totally. As opposed to saying, Oh, okay. <laughs> we rebuild. Let's go. <laughs> so good. Yeah. Let's go. We, 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 rebuild. We rebuild. Let's go. Right. And when um, you think about fatherhood, like what does being a dad mean to you? What does being a dad mean to me? Um, I think a responsibility to to care for somebody, right? Like he's my, uh, I made him, you know, he's a, he's a piece of me and he's my responsibility, at least until he gets to be able to look out for himself. He's 11 now. So he's still got some time before he gets to that point. Um, And uh I carry the weight of that responsibility. You know, I think all of us will think, are we good enough? Did we spend enough time? Did we say the right thing? Did we show up how we wanted to show up? Um, when they when they get into a fight at school or bad grades, like, did I do the right thing afterwards? Did I, should I have punished him? Should I have gone easier? This is constant uh, judgment. and And especially, you know, your first time through, you don't know what you're doing. Mm. You're doing what your parents did, probably. And you may not even like what your parents did, but it's still the only thing you know. So you're repeating the same patterns and habits and loops, right? So I think the thing that helps me is one, again, through the lens of belief. Does this help him believe in himself more? Yes or no? And that can be a great um, benchmark. Uh, especially when you're angry or upset and it's easy to be the best you when everything is great and you all slept in and everything's going, you know, super well in business and at home, it's when you're tired and the the dog was vomiting all night and whatever. Like, are you going to show up as your best self? Probably not. So to try to put the brakes on and say, Hey, is this going to help him believe in himself more that that eight second question uh, might just give you, a moment of clarity or at least the pause that you need from doing something that you might later regret. Um, And then the second thing is just my intention was good. Like how do you stop the judgment looking backwards? Oh, I wish I did that. or I wish I did this. I hope I don't mess him up or I hope I didn't put him on the wrong path. My intention was good. Like as long as your intention is good, you do the best you can with what you have. If the intention is good, then just trust that the love will come through.
0: I love that. That's incredible. I really do. And, I want to say, like, Ed Milet put it perfectly. He said you're like the modern-day Napoleon Hill. What a compliment. And it's so true. Like, I came across your videos a number of years ago and mm-hmm. just been consuming the amazing content. So what was – if there was one person that really inspired you in the thought leadership sphere, in the personal development sphere, who was that one person or that one book that got you on that track?
1: Uh, I mean, my my easy answer is my parents, but they're not in the personal development sphere. Um but they had a huge impact on me as a human, not, not as an entrepreneur because they're not teaching me business lessons, but as a human and how to show up and how to treat people. A lot of this the combination of my mom and my dad together. Um, you know, apart from that, I've, I just, I've pulled different things from different people. Um, Ed was super generous you know, Ed, I hadn't met him before. I mean, we knew of each other when connected on Instagram and stuff. But when I came to California, he said, Hey, come over to my house. How long you in town for come? I was like, I'm only in San Diego for this day. He's like, okay, I'll make it work. And so like, he pushed his schedule to make time for me to come over to his house and hosted me for the evening. Right. And like, no rush. No, like, okay, I got to get out of here for something else, you know, and, generous with his time generous with his words with with compliments like that so it's like okay how do i how can i be more generous you know how do i would i have done that you know if james said he's going to be here what i have said james come over you know you make it happen dude <laughs> <laughs> right and so but everybody teaches me a slightly different lesson of, of one that I need to hear and i think that's what i've learned the most is my goal isn't to be the next steve jobs or kanye west or whoever you your goal is to be the best you Mm-hmm. But to do that, you pull different pieces. So I want to be a visionary like Steve Jobs, but not a father like Steve Jobs. Mm. I want to be a father like my father, but not a visionary like my father, right? So you're, you're pulling different pieces from different people to help you puzzle together how to be the best you. Um, and at the beginning when I started this, I didn't know any of these people. I didn't know Ed or Tony or Brendan or any of these guys. So it's been super fun to actually hang out and spend time together and have them on and, and do stuff off off camera together too. Um, And all of them have taught me slightly different lessons. It's still within the same realm of, again, helping me believe in myself and do great things, but the way they do it, what they say, but also how they act. Like Ed didn't tell me, Evan, you have to be more generous. It was by him being generous that I want to be more generous, right? That's it's it's parenting, Mm. right? It's just, Micro parenting. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love it. So, so cool. Look, I've got one last question for you before we, before we wrap up. So the podcast is all about living life on purpose. So what's your definition of living a life on purpose?
1: I'd say it's waking up every day and feeling like the work I'm about to do matters. Right? So if you go back and think about your who why, how, and the why is your, your pain, your purpose and your purpose comes from your pain. I want to help 19 year old Evans out there. All the entrepreneurs who are struggling to get going, who feel like they're not good enough, who, um, you know, don't have the connections or resources to make things happen and who are worried. Maybe I made the biggest mistake of my life starting this business instead of going to get a job, right? That's 19 year old Evan. And there's millions of those people in, in North America and New Zealand. They're like, they're everywhere. That's everybody. Um, I want to wake up every day and feel like today matters. I want to look at my calendar and say, oh, I'm pumped to talk to James and be on his show and spread the message to New Zealand too today. It's going to be awesome. I think when people wake up and they feel like today doesn't matter, especially to somebody else, like what I do today doesn't matter to anybody else. Nobody will care. My boss won't care. My customers won't care. My husband and wife won't care. My kids won't care. Nobody cares. If that's how you wake up every day. That's the fast path to depression. We talked about depression. You talked about suicide. Why? Why are people suicidal? Because they feel like they don't matter. That they don't matter. That they're not doing work that matters. That nobody cares. Nobody ever will care. And so what's the point of even being here? Right? The path through is to to shift it to say, if you could feel like today matters, even if you're going to do one thing today, that matters. It matters. It, it matters if I show up for James or not. It matters if I make a YouTube video or not. It matters if I write a book or not. Like I, I feel the connection to the purpose. Then... That's the path to get out of depression, out of suicide, and into a meaningful, on-purpose life that you can be proud of um, for yourself, but then also to gift to other people. Because as you make your climb out of the hole, other people will be inspired by you and say, huh, hmm, he can do it. Maybe I can too. And that will be the ultimate juice of life because you're built to serve. You want to help. Doing it for yourself is not enough. You need to do it for other people. And that's a drug that you should get addicted to.
0: I love that. Guys, please go and grab Built to Serve by Evan Carmichael at his website, evancarmichael.com. What you just said there, Evan, was gold. And it comes from the heart. And you truly show up. And I want to thank you for showing up on the show today and serving. It was just an incredible, amazing opportunity to connect with you. So thank you. Awesome.
1: Thanks for having me, James. Appreciate you, man. Cheers, buddy.
0: Thank you so much for listening in today and investing in your own personal growth. Please hit that subscribe button and I would love, love, love if you'd leave me a rating and review as it really helps me to impact more people. I've got some amazing guests lined up in the coming weeks and folks, it's that time. Get out there and live life on purpose.